I can say for myself, I mean, everyone got really emotional being there, but it's the first time that I ever encountered something to a religious extent. Um, so it was really emotional for me. And another reason why I got really emotional was because of the restrictions that I had on my visa. I was told that I was not allowed to visit Jerusalem. Welcome to First Person Stories, where you get to hear the most fun, exciting, and sometimes intense stories from people of all walks of life. I'm Ray. And I'm Nino. This episode features Helda, a Palestinian American who visits the West Bank for the first time and runs into several roadblocks during the course of her stay. You'll drop into the story when she gets a rude awakening while attempting to visit the burial sites of several biblical patriarchs. The one place that really sticks out to me is Hebron. We actually went to go visit one of the mosques there where the prophet Abraham and his wife Sarah and his son uh, Isaac are buried. Um, and we actually had to go through two checkpoints to get into, um, into that. When you went to the tomb of this, this deeply religious, sacred place, um, what happened to you? So it's actually... What you'll find in, um, in that region is that they've built either mosques or churches surrounding um, the burials of all these, you know, biblical figures. Um, so it's really a tomb that's caged and it's built, there's a mosque and a synagogue actually side by side that is built over this. So um, th I can say for myself, I mean, everyone got really emotional being there, but it's the first time that I ever encountered something to a religious extent. Um, so it was really emotional for me. And another reason why I got really emotional was because of the restrictions that I had on my visa. I was told that I was not allowed to visit Jerusalem, meaning that I am not allowed to go visit Al-Aqsa Mosque or the Dome of the Rock. Um, so I got really... I got really emotional being in the mosque there because I, I remember telling myself this is the only time that I'm ever going to, um, sorry, I'm getting emotional now. No, it's okay. That's so messed up just to um, be discriminated against because of who you are or where you're from. And for it to be like public, you know, in front of other people. Like I couldn't imagine that for myself. You know? Yeah, there there were a few times throughout the trip that I mean I'm a very sensitive person and the fact that it was it was very public to everybody around me what I was going through. So I couldn't I couldn't really hide the emotion and at some point I just I just didn't care anymore because this is the reality. I mean, this is the reality that everybody faces living there. And the fact that I was experiencing it as an American citizen who really only spent a few months of my life living there. So, and I got stuck into this pile of this Palestinian identity as a Palestinian who lives there. So. But Helda, even though you've never been to Palestine before this trip this summer and left when you were a few months old, like just knowing you personally, 
you have a very strong Palestinian identity in that, like, you know about the history and the culture and, like, it's part of, like, who you are as a person, right? Of course, but this is, it's a different type of identity that I, that I talk about. It's, it's almost this negative forceful identity. You're being forced to identify as a Palestinian in a, in a negative way. Um, and Hud, I've actually spoken to this, spoken to you about this before, but I mean, my mom, when she went back to Gaza Strip in 2013, she actually wanted to make us all ID cards. And I told her, no, I don't want one because I associate that ID card the same as the the Nazis stamped Jews' arms, you know, during the Holocaust. I always associate it to be the same. It's not a positive thing. It's a negative thing. This is an ID card that's issued by the Israeli government to basically track where you're going, what you're doing, and who you are as a person, basically, to show you are a Palestinian in this land. So yeah. to me, it's not a positive thing. It's almost, know? it has like that negative... There's a negative connotation, of yeah. course. Yeah, of course. And that just like the limiting factors of where you can and cannot go. Of course, yeah. And the fact that, you know, I spent most of my life as an American citizen living here, and I'm going back to visit as a tourist and to be hit with that um it just it's really a, an emotional roller coaster yeah i mean i can't imagine for me or maybe for any of you guys either like going back to egypt and being like actually you can't you can't go to the pyramids and i'm like well cuz as a tourist everywhere i've gone i can just go anywhere right I couldn't imagine being told that I'm not allowed somewhere because of my ethnic background. That's reminiscent of the segregation era in the United States and it's hard for me to believe that it's still going on today in other parts of the world. This episode has opened my eyes to my ignorance of global policies and politics. It's hard, but I know I have to suspend judgment until I get an understanding of the other side of the story. There's something within the human spirit that yearns to be unique yet relatable. Cultural identity can provide that sense of belonging at first. Although our visit to Hebron was filled with adventure, what I take away from it is a deep sense of longing to see the culture she identified with at a young age get the room it needs to thrive. Thanks for listening. This saga continues with a few other first-person stories featuring Helda that will be available on iTunes or Google Play. If you'd like to hear the entire interview and get access to other bonus materials, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash first person. That's the number one ST person and sign up to be a patron. You can join as a passenger, frequent flyer, jet setter, or co-pilot. You can also support the show in three more ways. First, go to firstperson.us forward slash sign up to join our mailing list. Next, go to iTunes or Google Play and give us a high rating or review. And lastly, share this episode or any other episode with a friend or family member that you think would enjoy it. Once again, thank you for tuning in to First Person Stories where you get to hear the most fun, exciting, and sometimes intense stories from people of all walks of life. Until next time, happy travels.